0: Has done for us. And so um, thankful for what he's done for us and thankful that we can come together and and serve the Lord as we do. All right, you have your Bibles. Turn with me to Luke, the 10th chapter. Let's all stand as we honor God's word by standing. Luke, the 10th chapter, and I'm going to be reading, beginning reading verse 38. And uh, this going to be an unusual uh probably an unusual passage that we'll be preaching on today but uh I think it's it's important for this day and time verse 38 says now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him unto her house or into her house And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard the word. But Martha was cumbered with much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And here here was Jesus' response. And this, this is also be the title of my message. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good, that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day pray Lord that uh, a lot of people in this day and time are, are like Martha they, they have a lot of things that bothers them and Lord it just it just makes you uh, makes us think about you know uh, when things will get to where that people don't have so many problems but I don't know if that'll ever be. But, Lord, I just pray that you'll see fit, if it be your will, to bless us today. That maybe something we say today, Lord, we'll, we'll stick with some folks and, and that we may come to know that, uh, that uh, maybe we, we're like Mary more than we're like Martha. Take care of us, Lord, for it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank You, you may be seated. start this message off with a statement the heart that is only halfway in love with the Lord will be easily tossed to and fro when assaulted by this wicked world I'm going to say that one more time the heart that is only halfway in love with the Lord will be easily tossed to and fro when assaulted by this wicked world Martha was one of, one who was tossed to and fro concerning her allegiance with the work Christ had given her to do. Martha was a servant. Like a lot today is at, at the point of breaking down. Now, uh, the title of my message today is Martha, Martha, the Average Christian. Martha, Martha the average Christian think about those things for a moment uh, what to her that is to Martha what to her was duty to the Lord had become a drudgery now that's, that's when our duties to the Lord becomes very difficult for us to do Martha was in that condition, and the Lord told her she was in that condition, that she had too many things that she thought about, As she says up there, Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, 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 thou hast, I'm, I'm sorry, thou art careful and troubled about many things. That's where we are today, i have I've tried to address these things, and Try to do, do the best you can to uh, to take care of those things that a lot of people are troubled about a lot of things. but um, you know I was um, I had lunch, I had supper, I guess you would call it, uh, Saturday or Friday night with brother Chris Wallace in Beverly they came down here thinking that we were having a Bible conference and and they came down here from Virginia and uh, so I did get to go out and eat with them I wanted to take them out to eat but they wanted to take me out to eat and so they wound up taking me out to eat and uh, but uh, Chris said something that uh, kind of uh, touched me Pretty much so. Chris said that he always looked at me as a pastor that could take care of the problems that need to be taken care of, and, and I, I I thought about that uh, so much, and I don't know if he's right or wrong uh, about those things, but that that's how he he said he saw me and and. Um, But at any rate, uh, I hope and pray that I'd already prepared this message before he made that statement, so it it had nothing to do with this message that uh, I'm preaching today. But, um, you know, Martha was a person that had a lot of problems. Well, that's the average Christian today. The average Christian today has a lot of problems other than problems that they sh- they should set aside and 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 realize that the Lord's going to take care of those things I, I believe the Lord's going to take care of those things i I prayed a lot about uh, taking those two shots and but I've taken both of them now and neither one of them affected me in any way and uh, so maybe maybe we can, start seeing some light as some things that that is is going going to get better that's that's what we always look for things are going to get better you know and I, i always look for that for the that's one of my prayers at night is lord tomorrow's another day and things are going to be better tomorrow and so i always look look toward that look to that and uh so i pray that today When we leave here today that, first of all, that serving the Lord won't be drudgery. Uh, That word drudgery means that uh, it becomes uh, something that's very difficult to do, something that's very difficult to stay focused on. And so I do pray that it'll never happen like that. A lot are that way, that is the way of drudgery, a lot are that way about coming to the Lord's house on the Lord's Day, it becomes drudgery. It becomes harder to get up. It becomes harder to get ready. And uh, it becomes harder to uh, to come and sit and serve the Lord. And, and just like Brother Sam said in his prayer there a while ago, yeah, a lot of people choose live streaming, and I, I'm glad the people that do choose live streaming, but I want everybody to understand that's not worshiping the Lord. Orshman the Lord is when you come together in the Lord's house. And just like Brother uh, uh, Wayne Massey says every, every Saturday, he puts on his web, on his uh, Facebook, the, about uh, tomorrow is uh, church day. And, uh, and so that's, that's important to that. So I, I don't want to see uh, coming to the Lord's house to be drudgery, be hard for people to do. And hard for people to 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 get to get focused on going back and serving the lord that's what we're doing i'm trying to gradually get us back if we can trying to get us back to serving the lord and and so i will have down that we will have family day the second sunday of this coming month and so maybe we can get back to the point to where maybe we can start having sunday school again and and in such and such as this and and um so so I do pray that uh Lord will see fit to uh see bless us in, in those in those ways. Now Martha had I'm i I'm sorry, uh what had Martha done? What had Martha done? That's the question for today when you, why why did Jesus in a in a way Kind of rebuke her for what for what she had what, what she did, what had Martha done? Well, let's see let's see the good things about Martha, and and I think you'll you'll learn a lot about uh, yourself and a lot about your pastor and a lot about your, your your brothers and sisters in the Lord. What had Martha done? Well, first of all, Martha had received Jesus. Martha had received Jesus into her house. The Bible says that Martha received him into her house. Now now she knew, like a lot of us do, that when we do that we have to entertain people. Well she did that knowing that she was going to have to entertain Jesus. She but but she did receive him into her house. She never balked at it. Not one time did she balk at it. The Bible says that Martha received him into her house, in verse 38. Martha, being the oldest of the two sisters, it was up to her who is received into the house. That's, that's, that was a custom of that day, that the oldest person of the house was the one that, that, that said the okay about receiving someone into the house. And Martha was the oldest. Now, my understanding is that Martha and Mary lived together they were sisters, and they lived together. And as a result of it, Martha received him into her, her house. Martha, being the oldest, it was up to her to receive into the house, Jesus into, into her house. Her receiving Jesus was a show of faith in him. Now, first of all, when, when she was confronted with Jesus, when Jesus came and she was confronted with Jesus, she knew him. She knew who he was. Now, think about that for just a moment. Jesus may have rebuked her, and, and but but she knew who Jesus was, and she knew the importance of receiving him into her house. It It is vain and presumptuous for one to talk about faith in Christ if one is not willing to have Christ Lord over his or her life. You know, sometimes the Lord will come into our life and and, and lead us on things and, and, and it's uh, it's presumptuous for us to to just say, Lord, don't bother me right now. Don't don't bother me with this right now. Don't don't don't. I, I'm not ready for this right now. And it'd be pretty presumptuous for us to do that when we know that the Lord is behind it. I I, I don't know of anything that 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 uh, happens. That the Lord is not behind it, and certainly that's we need to see that. He, it was John who said, "But as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name." Now that's that's just as simple as it gets. That's as simple as it gets. You know, we we get concerned sometimes about. Uh, how we live our lives and what, what are, we, are we doing something. Just like I said Wednesday night, you know, I preached on judgment Wednesday night. It's, it's not death that scares people, it's judgment. And so as a result of it, you know that uh, we, we, we don't need to be concerned about a bad judgment when we stand before the Lord, when we understand what John said here, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Now, uh, even to them that believe on His name, John 1 and verse 12. The second thing Martha had done, Martha sat at His feet. Now, Martha sat at His feet. Sitting at Jesus' feet was a show of humility. Now, when you set down to man's feet, you know it's it's uh, it's something. You know, we we always say, well. We need to stand up when somebody's talking to us, or we need to stand up and 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 let ourselves be known. But no, when you when you show of humility is when you're willing to sit at a person's feet and listen to what they have to say, listen to what they're talking about. Martha sat at his feet. Now, and let me read the scripture here, verse thirty-nine. She had, she had a sister called Mary, which also, that word also, sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Well, this is also proof that Martha also sat at Jesus' feet. Because it says Mary sat at Jesus' feet and Martha also did the same thing, sat at Jesus' feet. Now, Martha was a, she, she was a weak. She was a very weak, uh, I guess we would call her a weak Christian. But she sat at Jesus' feet and listened to him as he spoke, uh, the words that he spoke to him. Um, the second step in the Christian life is a desire to learn. A desire to learn. You know, we, we, we should have a desire to learn. I, I have uh, I've, I've heard some statements by quote unquote some Christians. I guess they're Christians about this these uh, shots you know and I even heard right down to somebody said that they were the mark of the beast well that's why I wrote that little bit I wrote I, I could have written a whole book on that subject if once once I got started but I don't didn't have enough room that's the reason I wrote on there what it means to receive the mark of the beast it has absolutely nothing to do with a shot it has nothing to do with that it has to do with following someone it has to do with uh, uh, the the possession you know when somebody possesses you uh, as a lot of those uh, uh, people did when somebody possesses you you know they take control of you and, and that mark of the beast means that that you, you have you're willing to you're willing to have your mark, have the mark of the man of sin, put on your forehead or, or on your right right hand, and uh, so it, as I wrote in there, you can see where all where some of that came from. Uh, the, even the Jews had a had had a possession thing as, as we wrote in there, as I told you in that. But but the thing about it is, is uh, Martha here was. Uh, uh, the second the second step in a Christian life is desire to learn. Now it, it was Jesus who said, and, and I won't say this the, the passage I'm about to read to you here now that I've already written down. the passage I'm about to read to you here now is not what a lot of, it's not a witnessing passage. It's not talking to lost people. It's talking to saved people. And I want to read it to you here. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now you notice... uh, One of the things that the Lord rebuked Martha for, we're going to get into in just a minute. One of the things the Lord rebuked Martha for was that she had a lot of, she was troubled about a lot of things. Now, think about that for just a moment. I I hope we can see that, that a lot of times we're troubled by a lot of things. And and, and if we just, Jesus said, come unto me and learn of me. He says, come unto me and, and all that labor and heavy laden. And that is those that are worried about things. And I will give you rest. So we, we know where we can go to receive rest. We, we have to realize that we can't carry these burdens that some people have all the time. You can't carry them around. They'll soon get you down. They'll soon, they'll, they'll soon get you to where to where you don't know what to do next. They'll, they'll get you to some, some of these things. And, and I, I went through this thing. Just, just recently about these these shots. And, and I, I once said that I'd never take them uh, because I thought, well, maybe the Lord don't want us to. But then when the Lord led me and showed me that it was okay for me to take them, that it would be better for me and it'd be better for you. You know, I, I was telling Reggie earlier that uh, I would stand back there and shake hands with people again because according to what uh, says, when I took that last shot, that I am with with, with my autoimmunity immunity and the shots, I'm ninety nine point something, uh, and, and uh, uh, I guess you could say immune to this disease. And and I heard this morning that one of the doctors of New York University said that. They've come to con- conclusion that that immunity will go for one solid year. That and they, they were saying that it's only going to last six, three months to six months, but it's saying now that it's going to go for a year. And uh, but I, I did it. The Lord led me to do it because I feel like I can get closer to you folks without being concerned about. You know, I, I would hate for. Somebody'd go out and say, Well, that preacher down there gave me the COVID virus. I mean, that would be terrible. That'd be terrible. And and you'll say, Well, would anybody say, Sure they do? Sure they do. I've been accused of a lot of giving people a lot of things that that I didn't give to them. But but the thing about it is, is Jesus said, if you want to learn something, he says, Come unto me. He says, He says, I'm easy on you. It's easy. For you to come and learn. And that's what Martha did. Martha wasn't accustomed to sitting at Jesus' feet, I can tell you. But because her sister Mary did it, she did it too. She sat at Jesus' feet and she listened to his words. Listen to the words of Jesus. Listen, Listen to the words of someone who's teaching you the word of God. Listen to the words of it. Jesus says, and I'll give you rest. He says, take my yoke. All of you know what a yoke is. My dad used to have two of them hanging in the barn. My dad used to work oxen. A yoke is a big old wooden thing that they put on the neck of an ox, and, and they put it on a, the oxen, uh, and they put it on the neck of it, and that made his neck stay down like this, and he couldn't look up. So as soon as he could look around... He was, he, was, he was coming out from under that thing. But that kept that his head down. I asked Dad one time, I said, Dad, I said, what are those things for? He had two of them hanging in his barn. I sure wished I'd have got them because uh, I don't know whatever happened to them. They're probably be worth a lot of money right now. But at any rate, uh, he had those two big ox uh, yokes hanging in the barn. And I asked Dad, I said, what is, what is those for? He said, uh, they're to control a team. He called it a team of oxen, but that's not true. That's not a true statement there. Uh, the, the statement was to control them, but calling them oxen was not a true statement because that's not what they're called. But anyway, uh, he, said, he said they they to control them. He said it makes them look down, and they can't look up. They have to stay at whatever they're doing. They have to stay doing it until someone takes that yoke off of them. Well, what did Jesus say Jesus said, uh, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall you shall rest until you shall find rest unto your souls. Now, I don't know what that means to you. I don't know what that means to you this morning, but I know what it means to me. I know what it means to me that uh, uh, I've said many times since I've... Did this? I, I I got this message last Wednesday morning, and uh, and wrote this whole lesson out last Wednesday morning. This message, and uh, I, ever since that time, I have said, Lord, I said, put your yoke on me, put your yoke on me, so so I will keep my mind on what I'm supposed to be doing, and that's what that's all I want. That's all I want is, is I want to as long as as long as the Lord keeps me preaching and pastoring I want to do I want the Lord to keep control of me and keep me if, if He keeps me from looking around keep me from looking around because I want to tell you folks you start looking around you're gonna change it's gonna change you. you start looking at different preachers it's gonna change you gonna change you about your own pastor. You start looking at different ones it, it, it happens it happens it's going to change you and that's the reason you need to be careful about this looking around and uh and such so uh that's what uh, that's what david did if you remember david said uh, i almost slipped I, I mentioned this wednesday night david said i almost slipped and the reason David almost slipped was when he started looking around and seeing how other people were prospering and he was he was always down in the dumps. He, he said, I almost slipped when I started looking around. And he said, it wasn't until I went into the sanctuary of the Lord that I learned their end. You know, you got to be careful, folks. First of all, just like Mary, Mary needed to really fall in love with the Lord, and she hadn't done it. Martha had. And that's that's the difference there in verse 42. Mary had never really fallen in love with the Lord, but Martha, I mean, Martha had never fallen in love with the Lord, but Mary had. When Mary sat down at His feet to listen to His words. Martha sat down with him with her and at his feet, and each and every one of them uh, showed humility as far as the Lord is concerned. And Jesus says, "For my yoke is easy, it's not that heavy, and my burden is light." No Lord, Lord's not going to give you anything to do that you can't do it. Lord's not gonna give you a responsibility that you can't carry it out. Believe me, I know. I've been doing this a long time, and I know that there was a one time when I said, "Lord, I can't do this." He said, "You can do it." When the Lord called me to preach, first thing I reminded the Lord of, like I needed to. First thing I reminded the Lord of, I said, "Lord, you, you, you. Do you remember?" when I wouldn't even, I got kicked out of school because I wouldn't give an oral book report. Now, that's what I told the Lord. Now, that was just some stupid, stupidity. That was just stupid for me to say something like that to the Lord. But I didn't know the Lord as well as I know him now, then and in those days. The Lord, Lord, Lord uh, could have said to me, I'll take care of you. And then when I went forward and said I accepted a call to preach, and when Brother Jim Jeffrey said, that was on a Sunday morning, he said, Paul, you preach tonight. Now, oh, boy. I realized I'd made one of the biggest mistakes in my life because I wasn't ready to preach. I worked all afternoon. I mean, I, I, I drew it all afternoon. And, and the building was full. The building was packed with people on Sunday night. And I said, I can't do that. I said myself, me. I said, I can't do that. And I'd prepared a message on eternal security. <laughs> I'd prepared a message on eternal security when I even had a problem with it myself. But the Lord gave me a message on it. And several people, one young man came to me after the services, and he said, uh, he said, that was a great message. He said, how long have you been preaching? I said, you know how long I've been preaching. That's my first message. But let me tell you, folks, I learned years ago, the Lord will take care of you. Don't let these things bother you. Don't let these things get you down. I'm seeing it too often. I'm seeing people who just can't get it all together. Well, another thing Martha did, Martha began to complain. Now, wait just a minute. Martha's not your darling Christian right now, yet. Martha began to complain. The Bible says, but Martha was cumbered about much serving. The word cumbered has a meaning. The word cumbered in Greek means to drag around and to be very deliberate in what you do. In other words, I don't know where I want to do this or not. Or, Or while I'm doing this, I'm going to complain. All the time I'm doing it. Why do I have to do this? Why is it that I have to do this? Why is it that, that I'm, I'm the oldest one in the house and I have to do this? She began to complain. There are a lot of spongy Christians, quote unquote. There are a lot of spongy Christmas, Christians. What do I mean by that? There are those who like to drink in, but they want to put very little out. They want to come in and warm the church pew, but they don't want to do anything else. They don't want to do anything else. They they come in to warm the church pew, don't don't have me to do anything else because I'm not going to do it. Whatever one may think of Martha, she was not only a hearer, but she was also a doer though she was upset that Mary didn't help. Here's what she said. She said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister have left me to serve alone? And here's what she told the Lord. Jump on her. Bid her, therefore, that she should help me. Tell her, tell her. She's sitting in there now at your feet. Tell her to get up from there and come out here and help me. Is that not what we do sometimes? Exactly what we do. We want, we want to draw off of someone else. We want to draw off of someone else, off, off of what someone else is doing. We want to draw off of them. We, we, don't, we don't want to go and do what we need to do ourselves. We want to draw off of someone else. Martha is proof that a saved person even a lazy saved person can do for the Lord, and even complain about it by telling the Lord how to do it himself. Now, I think. Let me say that one more time. Say that one more time. Martha is proof that a saved person, that a saved person, even a lazy saved person, can do for the Lord, and even complain about what they're doing by telling the Lord how to do it. A saved person now. I believe Martha was a saved person. I believe she showed it, even though she was, she was. sometimes she was very uh, uh, angry about it, but she was a saved person. This is what I meant when I earlier said What to her was duty to the Lord had become drudgery. Why do I have to do it? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to get out of bed and come to church on Sunday morning? You know, uh, someone said to me sometime back, they said, Well, you know, I live so far away that I'd have to get up early early, early on Sunday morning to be in church. I didn't say a word back to him. But I could have told him that that I worked a job 40 to 50 hours a week. I pastored a church. I had a wife and a baby at home. went to school how did you do it I don't know how I did it but I did Rhonda tell you when I come in in the afternoon I'd get about two hours sleep a day I'd hit the couch as soon as I walked in the front door I'd get on the couch and not wake up until it's time for me to go to work I worked the second shift at that time You talk about how many days how many days did this pastor say well it's not worth it that's drudgery it's not worth it that's drudgery but yet here Martha was I believe a saved person I believe she was one that uh, that knew the Lord and I believe she was one that learned of the Lord Those cumbered and grumbling workers who continue to speak their grievance into the ears of others ought to be ashamed when they look at Martha and condemn her for her cumbered ways she serves her master. I don't know how many had trouble getting here today, but I'm thankful you made it. I'm more more than thankful you made it. I'm more than thankful that you came into the Lord's house today. I know Wednesday night it's hard on, especially when you're working, it won't be for the next couple of months, but most people not working. <clears throat> but I know when you're working, it's hard to get here on Wednesday nights, because I used to work too. It's hard to get to church on Wednesday nights, but I want to tell you folks, A say even a saved person will draw back. <laughs> that ought to be good for y'all to hear. Because I know a lot of you think, well, that preacher thinks I'm lost, dying going to hell. That's preacher that preacher doesn't think that about none of you. Brandon, and I came over there yesterday, but I couldn't find nobody. I walked until my back got hurting so bad I had to hold on that fence. I never seen my lack of people that was there. Finally, I thought to myself, now I'm going to have to walk all the way back to that car, that truck. You know what I'm talking about. But I went, I told, I told uh, uh, Ella Wednesday night I'd try to be there, and I was there. But I had to hang on to the fence to stand up. Martha said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me alone to serve alone? Jump on her, Lord. Jump on her, tell her, tell her, tell her right now. She needs to get in here and help me. Can you imagine we doing that? We scared death. We scared death to do something like that. But we do it and don't realize it. We do it sometimes. My my mom was good at that, saying, Why don't the Lord do this? Why don't the Lord do that? Rhonda sometimes is pretty good at that. Why don't the Lord do this? Why don't the Lord do that? Sister Maud Arnold told me one time, said, the Lord ought to call everyone every down and kill them. He ought to come down and kill every one of them. I said, Sister Maud, I said, why do you say something like that for? She said, well, that's what I believe. Do, do, you, do you ever think I thought Brother Sister Maud Arnold was a lost woman? No, sir. she's one of the godliest women you ever want to be around. But she get, she get angry sometimes. Martha even got angry with the Lord. She said, Lord, dost thou not care? But it was at a time of aggravation. There you go. Listen. it's a minute. That's what you've got to work on, that aggravation. It was a time of aggravation for her. She was aggravated, but all she had to do and all Mary had to do was sit in there at Jesus' feet and Listen. Aggravation, and lastly, Mar- Martha was rebuked by the Lord. And here's what the Lord said to her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. If I ask you to show your hand, don't show your hand. But if I ask you to show your hand. How many of you could show your hand today and say, I'm troubled about a lot of things right now? If you don't raise your hand, I know you're lying then. That's why the I don't want you to raise your hand. Because a lot of people are troubled about a lot of things right now. Just like Martha was. Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen the good part, which shall not be taken from her. Verse 41 and 42. I told you what the good part was of Mary. Lord said, I'm not going to take that away from her. I'm not going to take that away from her. Oh, I could say something here right now would be... You know, come and let's go here. Let's do this. You know, you don't need to go to church. Come on, let's do this. That's exactly what the Lord was talking about. He said, Martha will not leave worshiping me to come and help you. All you can do is what you do is you you complain about it. You're aggravated with yourself because you have to do it. Get rid of that. Get rid of that aggravation. Don't be aggravated. Sad thing. It's a sad thing. Do I ever get ag- aggravated? Well, as someone said, does a bear use a wood toilet in the woods? Yeah, I get aggravated sometimes. I have to get control of myself best I can do. There have been many times I think Christy knows this. And maybe others in here, that I've said things to them and I had to go home and call them and, and tell them I'm sorry that I said what I said. Yeah, we get aggravated. All of us do. But let's be like Mar- Mary and don't be like Martha. Let's take control of what we want to do, really want to do and let's do that. Let's don't let anyone take that away from us. Don't let anyone, don't let mama, don't let daddy, don't let uncle, don't let aunt, don't let brother, sister, you know. Sometimes, sometimes we get very contrary when it comes to family. Sometimes we get a lot of pride when it comes to family. Talked to my brother yesterday Said he had pneumonia, and he's scared to death. I could tell why he's talking. He never talked like that. I told him, I said, Eddie, I said, uh, you know, me and you are getting old. He said, Yeah, that's what bothers me. I said, You'll be seventy-six in in, in February, and I'll be seventy-seven in a few we- in a couple of three weeks, three or four weeks. He said, I know that. And he's down with pneumonia right now. He doesn't have the COVID. He said, they did a test on him. He doesn't have COVID. He just got plain pneumonia. I said, have you ever had pneumonia? He said, no, I've never had it before. And he said, I don't like it. He couldn't hardly talk to me for coughing. I told him, I said, you know what that's like. I know what that's like. But the thing, when I hung that phone up, first thing I told Rhonda is, I said, I hope and pray that he'll come to his senses when it comes to trusting the Lord because he doesn't, he claims to be an atheist. He doesn't claim to be one that even believes in God. You think that don't bother me today? That bothers me. When I think about that, there's two there's two things that me and my brother never did get along with. and That's the uh, the Lord and politics. Rhonda got him up when Trump won election in 2016. Rhonda first thing Rhonda said to him. Rhonda said, boy, aren't you glad to Trump? I said, Rhonda, shut up. I said, be quiet. I said, you're going to get him, and sure enough, he got him started. She got, she got him started. We have a lot of Marthas, but we also have a lot of Marys. May God bless you today is my prayer.